Scott and Paul show for February 11, 2019. Scott, what's going on? Not much. Well, where to begin today? I was right. Metroid, not coming out this year. You know what? That's probably great news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Nintendo came out and in a very rare move by Nintendo. We're sorry. We announced something we should not have announced and it's not coming out. So, um... Like I said, because I went out and I bought Metroid and 1 and 2 Prime, you can pretty much guarantee you're going to get Metroid Prime on Switch this year. That's going to be your makeup, right? Yeah, sounds great. Yeah. Um, so it was... Well, they never announced who was making Metroid Prime 4 publicly, but it was supposedly... what wasn't Team Ninja, was it? It was Bandai Namco, I think. Yeah. And um, they did the rare thing of um, it wasn't all one house it was split up above what one was in Asia and another one was in it was spread out I know that much yeah and it just wasn't working it was a disaster shocking yeah who would have thought that outsourcing it to a bunch of different studios would I just don't want to mention this game again okay but there was a certain game in 2013. <laughs> well, I mean, Nintendo is not used to doing the Rockstar and Ubisoft model of spreading games out. Right. It works for some people, but Nintendo yeah. just—it's not the way that it's not their culture. No. So they decided, you know what? We're just going to go back to doing it. We're going to go back to the old school style, make people happy. So they went to Retro Studios. Unfortunately, the original team, some of the people still there who did the first game, but the whole team is not there anymore. It depends on the producer. Whoever's in charge of ever seeing the project and how much they were involved in the originals, that has a lot to do with keeping that flavor intact, unless they just have somebody that can be new to the franchise and make a good game. But... Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I mean, Retro makes good games, period. Yeah, they were involved with Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. So, I mean, they're still around. They still do good stuff. Yeah, I've just been kind of focusing on platformers. Yeah. But I'm excited. I mean, I hate to have to wait longer, but I'd rather have a good successor to the Metroid series. A better chance at it, anyways. Yeah. So we're going to have to talk about a certain Gearbox game and how multiple studios fucked that pony. Well, at least it's not going to be... um, It's not going to be Assassin's Creed Unity. 
No, and, and that I'm sure of. I was thinking of uh, Duke Nukem Forever, but you know that's not the game I'm referencing. No, I know <laughs> the sore spot, <laughs> which is related to our 1986 list. We'll hit here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but hey, let's let's give Nintendo a um. Benefit of the doubt here. So here's the question, Scott. Do you think it's going to make it out on Switch this year? I mean, not not this year, but this generation. That is a good question. My 3DS is what, seven years old now, almost eight. Yeah. So I mean, it just depends on how long the Switch uh, hangs around. You got um. So if it just Starting development now, 2019, you're looking at at least 2022, 2023. Switch is going on two years now. So they scrapped the project. I wonder how much of the assets they might be able to keep. Were there models they could keep? Was there a score? You know, stuff like that they could keep. You know, was there art design? All those portfolios... I'm sure some of that stuff, they'll at least look at it and see if it gels with what they're doing. So that might be a time saver as far as that goes. Yeah. Um, Who knows? Well, going over to the competition, apparently Sony has already started developing at least their first parties, are now working on the PlayStation 5. Shocker, right? Yeah, that's uh, not really a shocker. The uh, third parties are already working on next-gen, so it's about time for the first parties to start working on it. It just seems... Time flies, I guess. What was the launch? 2013? Late 2013? So we're past the five-year mark? Wow. Yeah, well, Sony had already officially confirmed they're working on PlayStation Five, so it's, it's time for the first party to start working on it. Yeah. Um, industry analyst Daniel Ahmed, who had previously reported inside information ahead of official confirmation, took to Reset Era to explain that quote: "In general, most of the focus for Sony first party studios." is on PlayStation 5 right now. It is still early to talk about next-gen, but I imagine we'll hear some whispers coming out of GDC. He added a quote that PlayStation 5 dev kits are out there, and I've heard some positive things about it. Hardware-wise, they're probably not going to do anything stupid. Oh, we're not bringing back the processor? What are you talking about? Well, it has untapped power. Yeah. I mean, it's probably still better than everything out there. They just haven't got a handle on it yet. Right? Yeah. Go back or cap. Yeah. So. That patent's out there. So you can do... um, Did you see the patent they had 
for backup no. capabilities. No, I did not. Yeah, it's um, you can. It, they're pretty much doing what Xbox is doing with backup capabilities, but it's it upreses your games. So maybe Sony's going to go ahead and take the hit on streaming. So now you can actually, hey, make everybody happy. You can take your PS4 games and play them on PS5 and up everything to 4K. Now, it'd be nice if you can put your PlayStation 3 games in there and play them too. That'd be pretty cool. But I, I would just like... get past the shell. That's the, that's the thing, it's the architecture. Yeah, that is definitely, all joking aside, there's a, an issue there. Uh, now, adding the jokes back in, they probably don't have enough, enough power to emulate that cell architecture. Um, I just hope that the idea that we have sharing in video games now, and that's kind of a thing that's not going to go away, that when they do decide on their specs, that they give more room for system resources for games. I mean, I'm not a developer. It just seems like it was such an incremental step in quality. Um, I know it wasn't the big jump from standard def to HD that we're used to, but I can still look at a late-gen 360 or PS3 game and say we didn't take that big a step forward. So... I mean, I know there's like diminishing returns, but at the same time, it's not necessarily in pixel counting or how realistic something looks. It's, you know, what could have been done with particle effects and rendering and things like that. You know, what, which I think I've said the touch on this before in other podcasts, but what can they use that power for to create innovative game experiences or to expand on it besides just graphical fidelity? I'm trying to talk about particle effects, but I don't need. I mean, like the door thing again. Played open world games, can't go in most of the buildings, can't open the doors on stuff. You know, I know it takes power, so maybe we can get something to make these games a little bit more immersive, more expansive. You want every game to be by CD Projekt Red. Basically, yes. That would be the first big step they could do. Well, I mean, if... I don't know what they're going to... They're... I don't I mean, really see it being that much more powerful than what we have. I never know. Not for a $500 or less price point or $400 or less price point. Maybe not. Oh, wait a minute. They're going to be having the big shift to 4K gaming, aren't they? I would assume. Yeah, but... It's probably not going to be more powerful than like a... 1060. Did you go 4K? I've been... 
you know, 4K you for a long time. I don't know if I've laid eyes on a 4K TV. Yeah, I have. Yeah, you've been to Best Buy. I'd have to have a 1080p and a 4K beside each other because I, I really haven't done a comparison. Let's see how much my eye picks up. Well, 4K is okay, but it's that once you start playing in HDR. But you you have an HDR device right there. PlayStation 4 is HDR. Yeah. I mean, the Horizon Zero Dawn is the best look, one of the best-looking HDR device games I've seen. Yeah, I'm also on a plasma TV from 2008. Yeah, that's your problem. You yeah. It. Yeah. That's just one TV. Yeah. I've been to friends' houses that have, you know, newer 1080 televisions. But I don't it's not think HDR. Of... That's the problem. Right, right. So maybe that's why I'm not so impressed. Yeah, you don't have any HDR TVs. Yeah. Again, give me those innovative game experiences. Yeah. My phone is HDR. Yeah, but I think that's probably lost the translation when you're looking at that small screen. No, it's not. Is it not? No. Uh, An HDR camera? I have an HDR camera as well. Couldn't tell you if my monitor is or not. It's a two-year-old phone, I think. The um, third. anyways, let's drop this know, topic I like a PS One classic price. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. They're, they're probably gonna try to at least cap everything at sixty frames. I imagine Xbox can do it. They're definitely going to have to try to do it. 4 they, 60 frames per second. Yeah, they're not they're not going to get caught at the beginning in a hardware slump again, I don't think. And they'll probably come out of the gate swinging about games, 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 games. Unlike the last time. Yeah, well, Phil Spencer wasn't. But he was there, but he wasn't in charge. He didn't have any power. You know, he was just in the back shaking his head. Yeah. We have cable pass through. Yippee Kaye. <laughs> Yay. Spend 45 minutes talking about TV. Well, let's. Um... Let's go ahead and talk about this. Thirty-two point twenty-seven million units sold for Nintendo Switch. That's pretty good. Yeah, that ain't bad. Uh, they did have to fix their sale numbers. They thought they were going to go for twenty million, but uh, they had to revise it just a little bit down to seventeen million. So, Nintendo is doomed, right? Are we back to that again? Well, no, I'm just imagining, because that's what happens when uh, Apple doesn't meet their what Wall Street wants, so Apple's doomed. So, hey, Nintendo's doomed as well. Well, the PS4 is approaching Wii numbers. 
Allegedly. Uh, I'm going by VG charts here, so oh. whatever. Uh, Wii's 101.63 million. The last I saw for PlayStation, it was around 90 million. So they could probably hit that within the year. Oh my god, if... This is crazy. If VG Charts is accurate, the week of 29 December, they reported 438,000 copies of Mario Kart 8. <laughs> uh, did you see the... That's crazy. Smash 1.1 million that week. The ratios? Numbers? No. And according to them, of course, these are estimates, and people pick these numbers apart. But again, it's a it's a big ballpark. But like 05 January is their latest data, and they have the Switch at 434,000 global units, PS4 at 356, and the Xbox One at 85,000. Of course, PS4 and Xbox One are a couple years older. Definitely a step up from the Wii U. Yeah. There was a... um, I think it was like 32% of all Switch owners had Mario Kart 8. I can't find it now. Well, the Vita only sold 16.1 million. It's a good little system. Well, anyways, it just sells numbers. Whoop to do, I guess. Just it is kind of impressive considering how low the Wii U was. It was like thirteen and a half million or something. Smash was probably a big boost. You didn't get the uh, piranha plant bug, did you? Um. I have not played Switch, um, not Switch, but have not played Smash Brothers since you and I played it in two months ago. Jeez, we're going to have to fix that. I don't like the game, sorry. Oh, you don't? No. But go oh, ahead and right. tell people about the the bug. Well, the only thing I know is it apparently was breaking saves. Mr. Which Tim- is not a good thing. Well, Nintendo said that they can't they can't get it to work on their end. I have the code in my email for it, but I haven't I haven't loaded up my file anyways. They uh that's not good considering it's like you know You have a limited time to put the code in. Yeah. yeah. But the the main issue is that game. I mean, I didn't. Ta- I we didn't take any of these shortcuts that were on the internet to unlock stuff. So we spent some time unlocking, 
and I would hate to lose all that time. But no, we just had a Saturday night. One of the one of the kids' friends was over, and the four of us came in the uh, bedroom here and went to war on Smash. And blood was spilled in real life. I'm just saying. <laughs> and Dad's ruthless. Dad doesn't. Dad gives no quarter in Smash Brothers to the boys. But they're pretty good at it. So I get smacked around pretty good. I think... Uh, I think we're going to finish Kirby Star Allies first, though. Before we, finish, before we go back to our next round of Smash. That's fun co-op. It's not true, Kirby. No, it's not. It's not a real Kirby game. That's why... It's Kirby-ish. Um, I was not too happy with it. Yeah, it's actually a little too simplistic, in my opinion. If I wasn't playing it with the boys, I would probably have played an hour and turned it off and not went back. But with the three of us fighting through it, it's it's fun. And what are you looking for? I found it. Right now, there's too many fucking ads on IGN. Fuck IGN. So it's loading slow as hell. They got busted out for putting up reviews. What was it they got busted out? It was one guy. It wasn't IGN. Yeah, I know, but it was that one guy. He had the review where... Was it Resident Evil 2? He said something in the article, in the review, that exposed that he hadn't really played it that much. Whatever. Uh, half of Switch owners purchased Nintendo's three best-selling games. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8. Those three games are... Okay, that's not what I wanted. I'll find him later. Anyway, back to this show. Um, so Scott, Affleck is out. No Batman. He's gone. Well, if they're going young Batman, I guess they have to kind of kick him out. Yep. So do they make another young Batman movie? Is that confirmation that the... I don't see how they could end the current DC Extended Universe. Unless they go into infinite crisis mode. I mean, because Wonder Woman was successful and Aquaman was successful. Did they lose money on Justice League or did they break even or just barely squeak ahead? I don't know. I think they lost money on Batman versus Superman. I th I'm pretty sure they lost money there. And I'm not going to take time to look this up and extend the podcast but I'm under the impression that Justice League might have treaded water I don't even know if this is attached 
Or, yeah, that's possible too. It could be separate universe kind of deal. I mean, the new Joker film doesn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. So, I mean, is Ben Affleck just out of this movie, or is it he's possible completely... he's still in the December? The... I mean, he might produce it, but I know when the news broke, he retweeted it. So he said, "Go for it." So is he? But I mean, is there a chance maybe he could be in the extended universe still? No, the other parts. He's done. He's done. Done. Ah, hopefully, I can find a good actor to do the part. It's like just put Ben Affleck back in the suit and let Kevin Conroy voice it. Mm. I mean, let's just do this already. I mean, I didn't have a problem with Affleck. No, I just had a problem with the shitty scripts. Yeah, I mean, mm. I did not want Affleck. Don't get me wrong. It's Snyder. Yeah, it wasn't that I even disliked Affleck. I just could not foresee him as Batman, and then. I think you were the one that was convinced me that it may not be that bad. Yeah. I mean, Michael Keaton was a comedian. and he. Yeah, that was the, the point you made. Yeah. I remember now. That was the point you made, Michael Keaton. So in 2021, we'll see Batman. No. I mean, right around the time we'll get Metroid, we get Batman. Maybe. Hope it's good. Yeah, too bad we don't get the same script we got, which was supposedly pretty friggin' awesome, the best Batman script ever. You know how that works. Yeah. The studio execs at WB is like, whoa, 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 this movie's too good. Yeah. Like, we, we've made a couple of flip flubs here with Wonder Woman and Aquaman. You're going to have to dial it back <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. We need more jokes. You know, this Aquaman script was freaking awesome. You know, it was, it, was, it was funny. It was lighthearted. We need to make Batman dark as shit. You know, he needs to get drunk. I mean, this is what people want. He needs to slap Selena Kyle right in the mouth. Yeah. yeah. That's Batman. Like from a relationship point of view, not like she's trying to claw his freaking eyes out because she's a supervillain. Let's <laughs> 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 say it, Scott. Wow. This is Hollywood. Jeez. This is what all rich, powerful, white Hollywood directors and, and actors think. Because we're executives. Because we can't make it. We That's have, true. We executives have, we have can't no, think of doing anything except yeah. stuff like that. I mean, this, <laughs> this is what the movement was about. Power. I mean, this that's how Weinstein got to where he was. Being a fucking rapist. It's true. It is true. <laughs> I know it's true. I'm agreeing. He's a freaking douchebag. Yeah. But Rocky's movie. How do you looks... jerk off in a potted plant? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess I know how, but I mean, I, I, unless you're a um, potophile, that's someone who is drunk with power. Like, cause if it was me and, like, I would do something crazy, like, just basically whip it out and expect her to just jump on it, even though we just basically met or have only spoke a few times because of my power in Hollywood, I would probably have the resources to get a good prostitute, maybe, or some other person want the job. I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's all fucked up. Completely fucked up. Yeah. 
this is the world we want to get into, right? That'll probably be the fucking script for the new Batman movie. Yeah. Poison Ivy will get pissed off. And he raped the potted plant. <laughs> Take him hostage. Uh, feed me, Maurice. Feed me. Rocky's new movie. What do you think? I will probably go see this. This is going to be the stupid popcorn adventure flick like The Meg. It's Jason Statham and The Rock as their Fast and Furious characters fighting super-powered super-soldier Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, your favorite actor of all time, or close to it, Idris Elba. He's getting up there. Yeah. He won't topple the king, but he's up there. Um, well, there's really not much to say about that. No, I mean, it's just, it's going to be a Fast and the Furious movie with a super villain, which, as ludicrous as it sounds, is, well, that's just kind of what the series is, ludicrous. Yeah, with, with, especially the last two or three. Who had ludicrous in it, didn't it? Well, I, yeah, yeah, good, good catch. Yeah. All right. I think it was ludicrous. I don't know. If not, you should be in there. And um, we also got treated with a reboot of Chucky, which we talked about this a couple episodes back. And we finally got the trailer. Eh. This is Orion Films' reboot of Chucky, so no Brad Dorf. He will be in the eighth episode this year, I think. Which it was slated this year anyway. Um, one hour each. This was last year. I heard. About, I read about it. It was um, eight episodes. Child play. It was supposed to be a continuation of the series after See the Chucky. So he, he was supposed to be in that. So Brad Dorf will not be in this new Chucky Child's Play series. This is a complete reboot. So. Updated, well, the trailer. Updated movie. Good. What do you think? I think I think the I think the trailer was was good. Um, I know that it looked like there might be multiple Chuckies. In the one scene where there was a bunch of people look like they were inside a store or something, and they were kind of like looking around, listening for something. And so I was just wondering. I kept showing all these boxes. There's going to be like an army of Chuckies just like marching down on them. Oh, I say because where he's connected to Wi-Fi, he probably. Used- has the ability to control him somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I so saw like he does the laser scan and I mean there was a little bit of your typical cheese, but I mean it looked like a solid trailer. Solid to good. You think Ryan Reynolds is gonna do the voice of Chucky since he does it for everything else? I think Ryan Reynolds will probably be the hero and the voice of Chucky and maybe even the the victim. I like Ryan Reynolds, he's just overplayed. Oh yeah, yeah. I really like Ryan Reynolds. 
This coming from two guys who wants to rock and everything, but... <laughs> yeah, I really need to see The Rock play a Terminator and fight a fucking Predator before I die. Yeah. Let's get on this shit, Dwayne. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, or at least be a bad guy in a Rocky Balboa movie. I could deal with that. Yeah. Maybe he, maybe Rocky can come out of retirement and beat him and and repair the relations between Polynesia and America because we're in bad we're in a bad state right now. I think, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Scott. Do you want to review your new toy? Or yes. do you want to do a, that bug hunt? Well, bug hunt would be Piranha Plant, right? Or you can do Axiom Verge. You still have that link. I'll do the toy. Okay. Scott has a toy. He has a little toy. But she still likes to play with nerd stuff. It's like over three feet long, man. So anyways, my son had a birthday. And he's been begging for an Ultra Sabers lightsaber. Did he actually say the word? I want an Ultra Sable lightsaber toy. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he, had, he, he showed me everything he wanted about one on a tablet like multiple times. And uh, it's like, I don't want... What was I don't know. There's another brand that's like a pretty good looking lightsaber. Like you'll see them at like GameStop, but they're not this. Yeah, I don't want the official junk, Dad. I want this bootleg stuff. Yes, better than the, the official. The bootleg is amazing. The handle is exquisite. Even though I got a cheap handle, and I actually it's a little plain Jane. After like it's got a cool design, but it's just one solid color. There's no design or pattern or anything like that on it. But anyways, I digress. Um, it was expensive enough, and I didn't go for all that other stuff, all that other jazz. Uh, but, you know, with lights down, the blade is pretty impressive looking. It takes really cool pictures, almost look like they're photoshopped, um, to look like a real lightsaber. But in the, to the naked eye, it's not as realistic. Uh, in motion, like outside in the dark, it looks, it's pretty freaking convincing. Um... It's it's to me it was worth every penny. The sound quality on the basic board, uh, I would have to hear the more expensive board to compare. But I don't, I really couldn't see myself spending all that extra money. The sound is pretty impressive. Uh, there's a speaker hidden in the bottom of the hilt, and I mean it does. You know the blade can sense like when it impacts something and it makes the appropriate sound. Um, has a really cool startup and shutdown sound, and then of course you're just hum your typical lightsaber hum. But we got like the Arctic blue color, I think, and I mean it's pretty convincing with the lights down. Um, if you buy lower quality blades, I hear it's a little bit more brilliant. Uh, but I bought the high grade so that it wouldn't break like easily. And the first day it was dropped like I don't know five feet onto a tile floor and it didn't phase it so pretty pretty impressive piece of hardware and there's a lot one? of features you can huh you only bought one you didn't buy two so you could have a 
play Duel of the Fate with each other in the backyard. Oh, this thing was almost $200. Just... Damn, dude. <laughs> it was 25% off, and it was uh, right under 200 bucks shipped. So, And you can deck one out to several, like four or 500 bucks, pretty easy on their website. Yeah, that thing wasn't cheap. I'm but... surprised Disney lets that stuff get sold. Yeah, well, he's been pretty well behaved. He's got good grades, been busting his ass in wrestling practice and matches. And it was his birthday, and he's been begging forever, so I caved. And I like lightsabers, so fuck (laughs) y'all. I work every day. But I I mean, if you want to spend two, three hundred bucks on something and you got it, and you're thinking about it, and you're just like, I don't know, maybe you're one of these people like me. It's easier for you to buy something if you've seen it in person. I, I, I'm I pretty impressed with it myself. I, I definitely think it's worth the price I paid for it. I think it's worth the price that I would have paid for it without the 25% discount. Which would have been $210 plus $21 shipping. So, But we paid uh, $174 after shipping. Full disclosure on the price. But it's pretty damn cool. So I highly recommend it. Alright. Well. On to the main topic. 1986. It's a rough day now. Yeah. I'll have to hug my Ultra Saber lightsaber. I mean, my son's Ultra yeah. Saber lightsaber to make myself feel better after this. Does he even get to play with that thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does Dad yeah, play I'm... with it more? Yeah, Dad plays with it when he gets a chance. He's... He's pretty on top of it, yeah. swinging it around, just just pushing a button and just staring yeah. at it. It's like it's like flies to one of those electric lights. Like the whole family <laughs> just is like, man, look at that. That's so cool. But I've got mm-hmm. friends that are totally not into anything nerdy, and they're like, man, that's pretty epic. Yeah. So, um, okay, if you've never played this game before, we take the top grossing films or just. Films that were released in 1986. And we will eliminate them one by one until we get five films left. And we will put them in order. And after we get through uh, the films from the decade, we will take those top films. And we will take those top ten films and we will put those in orders. And that is the top film of the decade. And also, it's not strictly on the film school definition of a good movie. It's on the Scott and Paul grade. It's on the Scott and Paul scale of, we like this more so it's better. Yeah. So, uh, read the list, Scott. We have Top Gun, Crocodile Dundee, Platoon, The Karate Kid 2, Star Trek 4, Aliens, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Stand By Me, Cobra, An American Tale, Short Circuit, Pretty in Pink, The Fly, 
Three Amigos, Jumpin' Jack, Flash, Flight of the Navigator, Legend, Critters, Big Trouble in Little China, The Boy Who Could Fly, Highlander, and Transformers the Movie. There's only one on here I'm not familiar with. I know I've seen it, but Jumpin' Jack, Flash. Oh, that was... um... I believe that was her first movie that was Whoopi Goldberg's first movie. Now I know what movie you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see if Siri's going to work. Hey, Siri. Okay. All right. Scott, pick a coin. Heads or tails? Heads. Hey, Siri, flip a coin. It's heads this time. Yeah. All right, Scott. Go for it, buddy. Yeah, Jumpin' Jack Flash by. Yeah. That's all easy. Right. All, right, all right. That's a movie I've seen one time. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to hate, oh, hate to do this. Transformers the movie, fuck off. Wow. The reason why <laughs> that movie was made and made for one reason only. They want Optimus Prime to do the job. That way they can bring in the new baby face. And guess what? He sucked. We all know yes, it. Yes, he did. So, sorry. You know it, Scott. You know that's why that happened. They just wanted to yeah. bring in some new toys to sell them. So they killed Optimus Prime off to do it. It's like killing off the Undertaker so they can bring in Roman Reigns. Fuck you. No. Oh, my God. I guess The Boy Who Could Fly. I've actually seen that a couple times. I liked that movie a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, it was a really good movie. Yeah. I'm going to cut The Boy Who Could Fly, though. All right. And we're done. I can't take anything else off the list. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I can. This might be the... Well, I see. I, yeah, I know what you're... Yeah. Pretty in pink. You got to go. Man. Oh, I put that it's on good. there for one reason. So I could take Just to it. cut it? Just to kill it. Jeez. Oh, I felt good. Oh, I felt good my first two. I felt good. Can we quit now? Um. I'm about to cut Critters. Fucking love that movie. I like Critters too better, if you want to be honest. Yeah, I went through the whole Critters series, like, this past fall. Only saw the first two. That's all you need to watch. Yep. Um. Oh boy. Was... Yeah, tight now, son. I got it. I got it. The Fly. It's a remake. We I knew it was happening. That's why I skipped it. I was just gonna <laughs> let it go. All right. Um. Ooh. Uh. I would cut out of everything left. We're down to that at 16. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. An American Tale. What? Are you sure? Yep. Burn it. I think the second one's better. I enjoy it more. Uh, you're wrong. You're so wrong about that. Um. Oh, I just saw one that I would have cut if I would have looked at the list a little harder. We can bring it back. Nope. It's done. All right. Stand by I'd me. be shocked. Stand by me. Get rid of that one. 
Uh, I, I honestly, I hope Daniel's not listening to this podcast. But the, the, this is tough mm-hmm. to admit. And I still love the film. I do. I really do. But Highlander. Ooh, that's gonna hurt. Yeah. The film's a lot more uneven than I remembered when I tried to introduce it to my wife mm, a year or two ago. No, yeah, we can drop it because there's a rape scene. So, uh, I got rid of Stand by Me because they're mean to a dog. So we can <laughs> chop her sick balls. That's a good fucking movie, though. Uh River Phoenix was awesome. Yeah. Oh, the leeches on the wieners. Ugh. Oh, boy. Ah, uh, Platoon. I don't think I could watch it again. Slow motion Willem Dafoe. It's pretty epic. Uh. Oh, boy. Well, I know which one I can get rid of. Legend. What? Yep. Oh, come on, Tim Curry. Yep. You always cut Tim Wait, Curry. Wait, no shit. You asshole. Wait a minute. He was the demon? Yes. Oh, my God. Tim Curry was Satan. I'm sorry, Tim. I never knew that. Oh, man. I just thought... I've, I've probably seen that movie like 50 times. And I never realized that Tim Curry was in it. Yeah. That's terrible. That's just... Man, you got like this hard on... I'm going to hey, get man. rid of every Tim Curry film. I'm going to get rid of the every freaking film. set designs, costume designs, creature designs, the basics of the story. I mean, that was a there was a lot of great stuff. Ridley Scott cinematography. I mean, but you know, Crocodile Dundee gone. Oh my gosh! Now we're on the top ten. Now we're on the hating. Took out Mick Dundee. You took out Tim Curry. I'm just saying Mick Dundee would, for me, would have been floating near that five. I don't know if he'd have made it to five, but he'd have been floating near it. Top Gun, The Karate Kid 2, Star Trek 4, Aliens, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Cobra, Short Circuit, Three Amigos, Flight of the Navigator, Big Trouble in Little China. Cut Cobra. Seriously. (laughs) Yep. Cobra. And this is the first time Stallone didn't make it. It's all because of Scott. Ferris Bueller. That's gone. Wow. I never liked that movie. You never liked Ferris Bueller? No. Hmm. Well, uh, the rest of these are pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to say probably Flight of the Navigator. Oh, you dickhead. Scott, are you sure dislike, you want to get rid of this movie? I don't dislike any of them. But out of what's left, I could not see myself. You. I could not see myself picking Flight of the Navigator in top five. Well. I'm going to hate to do this. Top Gun. Ooh, shocking. 
I don't like Top Gun. Top Gun's problem is, is Top Gun is allegedly a jet movie. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not that I don't appreciate what I thought was pretty well done other stuff, but growing up, you're like, Top Gun, if you haven't seen it, you can't wait to see it, and then it's like, oh, the jets are in for like four minutes. They're in school. Yeah. And they're in love. And they're in love, and they're playing volleyball and singing now again, this is the movies we enjoyed the most. All we gotta do is cut one more. And it's up to me. Yeah. Man, Scott, you better not mess this one up. Oh You better not. Five's not alive. Oh, dude. Oh. Seriously, you're fucking cutting short circuit. Let's just go through this list one time. Karate Kid 2, Star Trek 4, Aliens, Short Circuit, Three Amigos, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh my gosh. I mean, this list. I might. I'm almost willing to let there be a top six, even though only one can make it to the finals. But we gotta cut one. I do want to step back and think about this a little bit. <laughs> Karate Kid Two is possibly better than Karate Kid One. I agree. Actually, I, Fuck I Rotten think, Tomatoes. Yeah. Fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Star Trek Four possibly better than Star Trek Two. At least it's close. It's very close. Aliens better than Star Trek. I mean, Star. Yeah, it's better than almost better than the original. Completely different film. Completely switched it the the whole concept. But still made a fantastic film. Yes. Short circuit. An alien with a heart. And be an AI. <laughs> it's a robot. Well I'm still stuck on aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Three amigos. It's fucking hilarious. Hilarious. Very quotable film. Big Three of your best 80s comedic actors. Yeah. Stand-up actors. And Big Trouble in Little China gets a pass just because it's Kurt fucking Russell. Yeah. <sighs> it's almost... I don't know. Stallone didn't get his typical pass. No, because you're an asshole. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, but Big Trouble in Little China is way better than Cobra. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you had to choose Big Trouble in Little China. Right. It reminds me, I come across the comics in a comic book store the other day. The original adaptations. I might have to grab those next time I'm in there. I mean, if you uh, have to cut one, just because of the scene where they beat the shit out of Short Circuit, but that was in Short Circuit 2, wasn't it? Yeah, that was Short Circuit 2 where he gets all fucked up. Okay, so I would keep Short Circuit. Yeah, but doesn't, he, doesn't Johnny Five murder a grasshopper? Does that count? Hmm. He jumps on a grasshopper, right? Isn't that chick in a brawl in Short Circuit? Don't you usually give points for like... Jesus. <laughs> and the fact that you have three movies that are sequels, but we have to judge everything on its own merit. That's true. The sequel thing kind of plays in. But we judge everything on its own merit. 
And the fact that some of these sequels... As long as it's not a remake. Yeah. And some of these sequels are actually better than the original. Like Karate Kid 2. Well, I would argue that... Four... I enjoy Star Trek 4 the most out of the whole series, I think. I think 2 is a little more complete film, but I enjoy 4 more. The Karate Kid 2, I think, is... Is is a little bit better movie than part one. Um, Aliens and Alien are is is two movies that I go back and forth on. Like for part of the year, I'm like ah, I like one better, and part of the year I like ah, I like two better. If but, you like more of an action film, Aliens is your is your jam. No shit, definitely a good action suspense thriller. If you like psychological horror, Alien is your film. Yeah. Or if you like both, you're like me. You just keep <laughs> flip flopping. Depends on what type of movie. Uh, you're like. If you uh, love like comedy, Three Amigos is your shit. I would say as a comedy, Three Amigos is a little bit better than Short Circuit. Yeah, Short Circuit is just nerdy comedy. It's nerdy comedy with all the heart because yeah. of Johnny Five's a lot. Oh my god, damn you, Johnny Five! I was about to fucking burn your ass again. That's twice I've been there. <laughs> Johnny Five alive. You, you're going to uh, kill Johnny Five. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But we all know that now Daniel LaRusso is a fucking asshole. He was the enemy the whole time. He was the villain. Just nobody realized it. Yeah. I mean, wherever he went, there was turmoil. If I had to cut one. I cut Karate Kid too. Yeah, it was between that and Short Circuit the first time I considered it. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. This is rough. Then we gotta put them in order. Short Circuit. Oh my Cut god. Him. You dickhead. So here's the, here's the thing. I think Karate Kid Two is a little better, yeah. but I think Karate Kid One's pretty amazing. So, if you have a choice right now, what would you watch? Short Circuit, Karate Kid Two. Fuck you, Paul. <laughs> Karate Kid Two. <laughs> it is a good fucking denominator or um, decision making ability. Cut Karate Kid Two. If I had to choose today, right now, I'd probably watch Short Circuit because it's not as slow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Gosh, fuck this list. 1996 has been the toughest one yet. Yeah, shockingly. When I started putting the list together, I thought, man, 1996 doesn't have shit. And then at the end, I was like, oh my god, fuck 1996. Now, put these things in order. We got five minutes. <laughs> Star Trek Four. Aliens, Short Circuit, Three Amigos, Big Trouble in Little China. Well, out of this five, I think the best movie is Big Trouble in Little China. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and your, your, your litmus test isn't going to work here. Because I know what the fuck I'd watch. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm really in the last five years, the Alien series has probably moved past Star Wars for me. Uh, but that's my top two, for sure. I know what I like more. Yeah. Star Trek Four would be number two. Amigos. I put Amigos above Short Circuit. Let me do this here. Let's do... five that's in there you've got Big Trouble in Little China Aliens Star Trek 4 Three Amigos Short Circuit I would definitely say Three Amigos at five or I'm sorry Short Circuit at five Three Amigos at four Star Trek at three I think this is like, to me, this is like a 1980. There's a clear cut number one. Like, there's this movie and then there's everything else. Yeah, Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, I don't think it's called Aliens. No, I think, I think it's... You don't even have the S on the end of it, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, Big Trouble in Little China brought a badass Kurt Russell and made us had ninjas and had it, it brought us Mortal Kombat had fucking Raiden yeah Aliens just had Michael Bean getting his ass blasted whatever he killed a bunch of motherfuckers <laughs> he got his ass blasted and had a fucking cat yeah I, I, I really think that if you were calling Aliens a 10 then the gap is so sizable that the next movie would be an 8 I can. I. I don't even. You don't even have to call Daniel to get his pick on this one. I can already tell you. Yeah. Short circuit. It's aliens. Yeah. But I will. I will. I will let. I will let you put that list how you want. Well, I'm pretty sure. I strongly disagree. Yeah. I'll give you aliens. Even though you're wrong. <laughs> I mean... Because I know aliens isn't going to win the overall. No. I have Probably an, not. I have an idea what's going to win. Me too. <laughs> Because there's going to be some strong competition. Yeah. 
Okay. Aliens, Big Trip in Little China, Three Amigos, Star Trek Four, and Sword Circuit. Yeah. All right. I Thanks for listening, that. guys. Bye bye. <laughs>